This is Pixel Splitters, your absolute favorite conversation movie news podcast with your hosts, Josh. It could either be Shark Week or it could be Succession. We don't know. And Willis. Succession is a cultural phenomenon and we've been saying that since Oz. Join us each week as we break down the latest movie news, TV news, and general industry news and debate about what it all really means. Changes are afoot, dear listener. That they Welcome are. back. We are here. Uh, things are happening, as always. This is such a low energy opening already. Oh, That's my God. Funny. Hey, what's going on? Everybody? What up, guys? Uh, so welcome back to Pixel Splitters. We are here today uh, once again, and we're going to talk about a couple things going on in the industry. Um, first of all, I think the biggest one thus far is HBO Max is now Max. It is um, their combination with Disney discovery, Disney, not with Disney, with Discovery Plus uh, is <laughs> coming to fruition sick. finally. And uh, we got some thoughts. Uh, mm-hmm. Part of that includes a Harry Potter reboot. Yeah. Um, and we're going to investigate our feelings on Harry Potter reboots, as well as reboots kind of in general, because yeah. we're all getting a lot of them these days and we kind of want to see. Why? Why? Yeah. And like how much we care. Yes. Uh, and then <laughs> we're also going to talk about the length of movies these days. Because Martin Scorsese <laughs> has made a very long movie. Very. And I'm saying that as someone who remembers how long The Irishman was. <laughs> um Killers yeah. of the Flower Moon is going to be a very long movie. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about why movies are getting so long. Yeah. Um, Good Lord. But before we do that, Josh, let's uh, run through what's coming out this week. Yes. Big, humongous week for theaters, guys. Uh, it's I, I think from here to the end of the year, we're going to have a lot of stuff coming every week. So just be yeah. prepared for that. Uh, we're going to say it's big every week. Exactly. First of all, Chevalier coming out April 21st. The trailer for this looks good. I don't really know what to make of it, but it seems pretty interesting. It's about a, I believe, a black guy who is a violinist back in the really, really early days when that thing wasn't necessarily accepted. Um, And it looks like it's going to be an intense but probably significant film to watch. Um, Yes. This is a a biopic. Yes. Uh, We also coming to theaters have evil dead rise which is here way sooner than i thought it was going to be it's literally here this weekend yeah um yeah which i am warming to hearing the people i have reactions. started hearing things that this is good yes because we were very very uh, yeah, very like, <laughs> down on it uh so we'll see what happens with that uh we also have guy Ritchie's the covenant that's the title guy Ritchie's the covenant that's where it's everywhere because i guess the covenant is another movie so um, it's not to confu- be confused with the covenant yes uh which starring jake gyllenhaal looks interesting guy Ritchie's just cranking them out these days so whatever as long as it's not aladdin i'm cool with it yeah. and then we've got ari aster's that's latest coming. yeah we have ari aster's latest Bo is Afraid, starring Joaquin Phoenix, uh, which is very long. So that'll tie right into our conversation later. We'll be looping back to Bo is Afraid, yes. Definitely. (laughs) Uh, But I'm excited for this. It's surreal. It's a nightmare film, they're saying, and people are loving it and hating it, which makes me really, really excited for it. So that's what's coming to theaters. Lots of stuff for streaming, for shows. We have The Diplomat hitting Netflix on the 20th. 
We have The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Briggs coming back for season two on Shudder on the 21st, which I'm hyped for. Uh, we have Amityville, an origin story coming to MGM Plus April 23rd. Uh, we have From season two, which was on my most anticipated list last year. Mm. Didn't watch it because guess what? It's on MGM Plus and I don't have MGM Plus. Um, but season I don't understand two- <laughs> how that exists because like does Amazon not own MGM? Didn't we talk uh, about this? They, they do own MGM, so I don't know what is happening. Regardless, coming back for season two. And then we have Somebody Somewhere hitting HBO uh, on the 23rd as well, coming back for season two. For movies, we only have one, Slip, coming to Roku on the 21st. I don't really know much about it, but it, it's coming to Roku if you are a Roku subscriber. So uh, that is what's coming out this Follow week, up guys. to Weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I don't think, I think so it's either. it's a very different show. I think it definitely is. Um, but yeah. Without further ado, let's talk about some movie news. All right. So, this is our this is our industry news for the week. Uh, yeah, it was announced last week mm-hmm. uh, on I think the twelfth or thirteenth that HBO Max is no longer going to be called HBO Max. It's going to just go by Max. Yep. And this seems to have already kind of taken effect um coming soon i think i want to say set to launch on may 23rd Mm. but like the logo and the branding is already kind of popping up everywhere all of the trailers they put out had the brand had the the brand so it's yeah yeah um it's it's gonna be coming um yes but this will incorporate all of the hbo stuff as well as all of the discovery stuff yeah all in one streamer Yes, because we talked about this earlier, or I guess we talked about this last year, that HBO was merging with Discovery, and they weren't yes. sure what to do with it. And so now it's all coming to a head, right? Right now. Yes. <laughs> um, so there's a couple of things to explore here. The first I want to touch on is uh, they are launching a new app. They yeah. are not just switching the HBO Max app over to the Max app. They're yep. just... They're giving us something brand new. Yes. Um, which is not a huge deal, I guess. Uh, makes me a little nervous because did you build this app in like six months? Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not a web developer. I don't know how long that takes. But it seems to me that that's a pretty rapid timeline for something that is going to take the place of HBO Max. Yeah. And Discovery, and Discovery Plus. Plus in one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe we'll open it and it's just like HBO, a yeah. carbon copy, but I don't think so. I think uh, Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav yep. has mentioned that it's more streamlined and like more user friendly, has more options for personalization, et cetera, et cetera. So there's like complexity here, which makes me a little. Huh. Yeah. Complexity does not make me give me confidence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is it's a tiered service. Yes. So there's three options available. There's Max Ad Lite, which is ad supported, mm-hmm. um, but you still have to pay ten dollars a month. Yep, ten bucks. So we'll like. process that, or hundred bucks a year. We can touch on that sometime. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. We do, I don't know really what the benefit is to yearly discounts. Yeah. I mean, I suppose it. I don't know. We don't have it's to. It's barely it, a discount. Yeah. 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 Um, 
yeah. Anyway, so there's Max Ad Light, uh, which gives you two concurrent screens at 1080p, no offline downloads, uh, 5.1 surround sound and quality. Yeah. Cool. Then there's Max Ad Free, uh, which is $16 a month, two concurrent streams, 1080p HD, up to 30 offline downloads, 5.1 surround sound quality. This is the tier that HBO is now. For the m- highest one. Yeah. So yeah. this is what I have now. And I, I'm i not positive, but I'm pretty sure with my HBO Max subscription, I'm getting 4K screen streams. Let me, let me double check that before I... Uh... Are you really? 4K? I didn't even know that any of these streamers did 4K, to be honest. Netflix does HBO, yeah. You mean 4K? Uh, Sorry, I'm reading it. I know, time. I know. Yes. <laughs> I'm watching uh, it happen. <laughs> 4K, yeah. Netflix does 4K streams. Um, yep. And yeah, okay, it definitely does. I'm remembering now because I 100% watched Game of Thrones in 4K. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, which I guess may have been a couple years ago. So maybe, you know, whatever. But, true, um, true. But so that's the thing is like, I feel like I'm getting downgraded a little bit by my uh, being tapped at 1080 yes yes or maxed at 1080 right um unless unless you go to thank you as i loop back (laughs) to the conversation from an hour ago unless you go to max ultimate ad free which is 20 dollars a month which gives you four concurrent streams 4k ultra hd resolution uh, 100 offline downloads and dolby atmos sound quality yeah which is like a weird thing because for concurrent streams, I buy. Sure. Sure. You know, you can you can get it into a concurrent streams pretty quick. Just one per person, you know. Easy. Um, 4K HD or 4K Ultra HD. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Like, yeah. what year is it? Yeah. The other two, I'm kind of like 100 offline downloads. I'm like, what do I need 100 of? Every episode of like <laughs> a show. <laughs> I've never I've downloaded one thing at a time usually and it's for like a plane. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I'm going to if I'm going to fly somewhere I'm like, yeah, let yeah. me put two, three movies on. Yeah, I need every episode you know, of community just, now. Yeah. <laughs> um but like a 100 offline downloads and it is an interesting question if it's per episode or per, per season. Season. Because maybe not with the HBO stuff, but I could see people tapping out on Discovery content hitting that 100 pretty quick. That's true. Or more to the point, hitting that 30 pretty quick that forces them to bump up, you know? That's true, because with Discovery content, we'll talk about this a little more, it's much more like, a, okay, 20 minutes or 30-minute episodes of this reality show, let's just yeah. binge, like, 50 that, episodes. That feeds into the next one. Yeah. yeah that make yeah, yeah. So maybe, I guess. That's I a guess. lot of downloads. Um, and then Dolby Atmos sound quality, I'm like, maybe this is me misunderstanding, but I'm like, I'm not going to hear the difference between 5.1 and Atmos. No. Especially if you don't have a surround sound system. Like, yeah, if you're like using I, a sound bar, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you're not yeah. hearing it most um, anyway. <laughs> so, that being said, I, like, I think in my head, I'm going Max Ultimate. Yeah. I mean, why like, not? I'm like, I'm not, not going to. It will bother me knowingly sitting around and watching not 4K content on my 4K TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I probably unknowingly do it all the time. Of course. But. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. 
This comes in the same vein. They also recently hiked the price of HBO Max without ads mm-hmm. a dollar a couple months ago. Yep. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. And the price is interesting because I'm looking at Netflix's pricing tiers right now. It's pretty much the exact same, although Netflix yeah. has basic with ads for seven bucks a month, six ninety nine versus yeah. the nine ninety nine. But then it basically follows suit all the way up through. It's weird because they're forced like the the price hike coming after the other price hike that just happened is interesting mm-hmm. because what it seems like is happening is they're bundling discovery which yeah. we did not ask for and just saying now you've got to pay a little bit extra for discovery when it's not it's yeah. not something that I want on there to begin with, you know, yeah. um, which is a, we'll talk a little bit about it in well, a second, but <laughs> it, it is interesting. And I had this conversation with my wife last night. Uh, it's actually, I think going to end up saving us a little bit of money because unbeknownst to me, my wife actually has a subscription to discovery plus. You kidding me? Um, oh, man. I don't know what she watches on that, but, uh, but you're paying for it. But well, I think well, she's paying you're for paying it, for your, like, you, yeah. the, you know, <laughs> the family, unit the family, you, yes. Yeah, yeah. So like we might come out in the plus column on this, sure. You know, if it's more than you know four dollars a month, yeah. Um, and the interesting thing I'm as I'm sitting here and thinking about this is like, I think I would put the HBO library firmly up against the Netflix library. I would put it over the Netflix library. Yeah, like I I have no problem paying the same for HBO that I do for Netflix. Yeah, um, definitely. Like I I don't have a problem with this tier. No, I think a lot of people will, but like, there's also yeah, there's the ad light thing. Although yeah. I can't imagine like watching an episode of Game of Thrones or something and having an ad pop up. It'd be very strange. Yeah, I watched John Wick on Peacock the other day oh, with ads, and it was like the most like jarring thing. Yeah, it's a little um, rough. It's a little rough. Yeah. So my biggest issue with this whole configuration, it's not really an issue for me because I know what's happening, but it's the fact that. HBO Max, as it once was, had a little power behind it. The HBO, mm-hmm. the HBO name, yeah, is it's really strong. Exactly, yeah. it's not TV. It's HBO. It, it's it's strong, and you know the way I think about it is like if HBO is putting a show out, it's it's probably worth checking out. Yeah, bundling it with Discovery and calling the whole thing Max. It's like, well, so what does it mean now? Like, you, you don't have that same level of, oh, yeah. H, it's an HBO show. Well, it's an HBO show. It's Succession, you know? It's like, yeah, it's just, it's a Max show. And I think that that's a really weird kind of thing, <laughs> choice yeah. It'll to be make. interesting to see how the app functions. Yeah. Because I could see it operating very much like Disney Plus does. Mm-hmm. Oh, where, where it it's sections like, things out. Yeah, it's like you open the Max thing. And it goes, do you want Max Discovery or do you want HBO Max? Ah. You know, like. That would work. Kind of thing. Because, yeah, the the brand power of HBO is undeniable. Yeah. I mean, they keep pumping out hits. Like, how they're doing it, I don't know. But, like, succession <laughs> is a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. And. Euphoria. <laughs> Euphoria. Like, and it's, like, endless. And we've been saying that since Oz. Like. Yeah. <laughs> they only, not only. And that but- was, like. 40 years ago yeah exactly sopranos like there's a reason thrones like sopranos six feet under entourage yeah it's their brand recognition and i just like hearing this is 
it's very strange to me because while the the content won't change quality wise, it's brand recognition, man. You can't yeah. just go HBO doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> what? Yeah. It could either be Shark Week or it could be Succession. We don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But even like I'm scrolling like Westworld, Girls, True yeah. Detective. Oh, Girls, yeah. Silicon Valley, The mm-hmm. Newsroom, Flight oh. of the Concords. Yeah. Uh, Righteous Gemstones, Boardwalk Empire, Band of Brothers, Chernobyl, yeah. True Blood, Oz, Big Love, Hacks. Oh, yeah. It just like keeps going like Station Eleven, Watchmen. Oh, Barry. Oh my Barry. I forgot. White about Lotus. Barry. Last of Us. Succession. Deadwood. Oh, dude. Sex in the City. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like they just keep coming. It's, Veep. it's all hitters. Like, yeah, it's, and wild. it's that it HBO just, name. HBO, yeah. HBO original. And I'm like, how did you go from HBO to HBO Max to Max? Like, yeah. even if you bundle Discovery, is anyone pissed off that Discovery is now called Max? No, I don't think so. May- well, maybe yeah. there are, but like, it's just different. Know, yeah. It's a different thing. God. It's so interesting. It's like such a different, it's such a different catalog. It is. And I like Discovery, man. Deadliest Catch was my jam. Whale Wars, yeah. let's go. But like, it's not Barry. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, let's be honest. Just, <laughs> I just imagine if they had like a Netflix esque play anything button. <laughs> Like, what a roll of the dice that is. It could be anything, man. Yeah. Oz or Chopped. Or Chopped. Honestly, I'd probably watch either one. Um, <laughs> and see, now wow. I'm kind of like being like, well, maybe this is okay. But it, I just think it's weird to sully the name of the, the most profitable portion of this. Or the yeah. most well-known, I guess, portion of this. And prestigious. Yeah. to To just strip that from the... The masthead. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see when this Max app does come. Yeah, like what happens to my HBO Max app? Is right. that just gonna like gone? Stop working? Yeah. yeah. I feel like it has to, but yeah, or they might just like get rid of the Max HBO Max app and make it Max and like just rework the whole yeah. app and just, just re-release it. Yeah, I wonder but, if you if if I don't know what the back end would be, but I wonder if you can just like, man. you know, uh, change an app on my Amazon Fire stick. I I don't know. I feel like it's possible these days. Um. So in the announcement of their rebranding, um, and their new tiers of payment, HBO also, or Max, sorry. Uh, <laughs> See, it's going to be weird not even saying HBO anymore. I, how can you uh, not? Max like, released a pretty wide range of trailers and announcements of, of what was uh, what was coming. Yeah. I mean, just to, to sort of run through. Uh, let's see. What do we get? We got. Well, we got a bunch of trailers. We got an official ta- trailer for True Detective Night Country. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a Gremlins cartoon coming. Uh, is that Seth Rogen or something? Maybe not. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't remember. Um, we got the Penguin trailer mm-hmm. that was pretty big. Yeah. Um, we got a Clone High trailer. Um, yeah. Which you know we can talk more about reboots in a second. But yes, the other big thing we got was uh, an announcement of a Harry Potter reboot mm-hmm. series coming. Yes, with with a quote unquote teaser. Yes, which was. 
not a teaser. <laughs> yeah, which is... It was literally yeah. candles floating around to the Harry Potter music, and then they formed the Harry Potter logo. And I'm like, one, you can't really use any of this again. Like, this is all... Yeah. Like, the what? You can't... This is it. what? Yeah. So, we're going to get a seven-season series. Oh, God. One for each book. Yeah. And I feel like the big argument in favor of this I've heard is the movies cut so much of the books out. Right. Um, which fair, the books are like 700 pages long. Right. And even the longest Harry Potter, I think is sub three hours. Yes, it is. So like fair. Yeah. But, but who, who is asking for this? Is this a thing that's inevitable that they're just going to reboot everything? Why does it make sense to reboot the books as opposed to expanding the story? And then there's the whole controversy of the fact that J.K. Rowling is directly involved and she's a transphobe. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Which is a big issue for many, many people, especially yeah. because this is coming off of a year where the Harry Potter game released and there was mm -hmm. a ton of controversy about that. And to be quite honest, everybody stopped play playing it after about four weeks. So like, it's basically yeah. not anything anymore. And then it also comes after we have public statements from Radcliffe and Emma Watson and Rupert Grint. Yeah. Essentially like distancing themselves and saying like, she's wrong. And like Daniel Radcliffe outwardly has done things uh, with the trans community and like has mm -hmm. been very vocal about how like this is wrong what she says is wrong and been like very distancing yeah so it almost seems like a we need to just we need to just get this a, a different one out there because all of these people who are involved now hate me and hate the project and hate all of this stuff and let's just yeah. redo it let's and it's start like, over you know you don't have anyone on your team right now like this yeah. is oh not only is nobody asking for it but you're actively somebody that a lot of people hate like it just yeah. doesn't make sense it just doesn't make any sense um so the thing i was trying to to land on is in the boardrooms at hbo what are they saying is their target audience for this mm. because you so the last harry potter movie deathly hollows part two mm. 20... Uh, 2010, I want to say. 2011. Sure, that seems a long time ago. 2011. Deathly Hollows Part 2, 2011. That's so, 12 years. Um. Yeah. Process that oh for a minute. Oh my god. But, I think anyone who was watching Deathly Hollows Part 2 was along for the ride. I, I think it, it can't be understated how huge of a cultural phenomenon Harry Potter was and continues to be. Yeah. It's been 12 years. Like anyone who would be interested in watching a Harry Potter reboot. Mm -hmm. I can't place an age on that. No, because like the younger generation. So the idea I guess would be if the people watching it, when it was originally running are now like showing it to their kids. Sure. You know, or like their kids are like, there's not, this is what I'm getting at. There's not like a space in the generation right. where it, there's not a point where the, 
people who would be watching this for the first time are like old enough to generate a unique opinion of it. Right. Everything because anyone who wasn't following around wasn't following it as it was coming out is at best 18. Right. Right. So like there's not a a break for people to be like rediscovering it on their own and being like, Oh, I don't know what Harry Potter is, but I always hear about it. This can be a thing I can watch. Right. And anyone who is attached to it isn't going to go for a not Daniel Radcliffe, not Emma Watson, not Rupert Grint telling of it. Right. Like who could you possibly cast in this that wouldn't be eaten alive? It's ridiculous. And to make matters worse, the movies still hold up. Like, it's not like, oh, you know what? It's a little dated. Like, there's some parts of the first two, but I'm still like, it just works. And and the last three, And the first two were like like the Christopher Columbus ones that were like a little, like, didn't know what the style was to begin with. More kiddie and more, but like for that period of their lives when they are 10, it works. And and these last few movies, dude, they look amazing. Like, they totally hold up. Like, they could have been made last year, and I would have been like, that looks better than, you know, Thor Mm -hmm. the Dark World, or Thor whatever Mm -hmm. came out last year. Like, they still hold up, so the reasoning behind doing this, and they can say it's because we need to, you know, expand the, we need to give more, you know, time to the actual books and whatever, but it's like, you guys have done three movies that are expansions of the lore. Yes. That all completely not bombed but or just not not good movies miss the mark yeah miss the mark totally yeah i just don't see what this is bringing to the table besides like okay there's a few things that were left out like read the books dude yeah like (laughs) if you want to do that and i feel like that's probably part of the argument what we're saying of like yeah the um blanking on their names the what are the other the spinoffs called Oh, Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts. Beasts. Yeah. I had How to Train Your Dragon in my head. Way better uh, movie. <laughs> um, the Fantastic Beasts series is like their attempt at a spinoff of like, let's just keep it in the world. Right. And like do that kind of thing. Oh, that didn't work. Let's just redo. So like we should go back to what worked, which is like, it's weird. There's like echoes of the Star Wars universe here. Of like, let's not get obsessed with the Potter saga. Yes. You know what I yes. mean? Like, this is a massive world. Sure, your spinoff with like Fantastic Beasts didn't work, but that was right. also because they weren't great movies. Yes. And this is, we had this big conversation the other week. Well, we have this conversation every few weeks, but like, yeah, <laughs> they weren't great movies. So people didn't respond to them. Like, that doesn't mean you have to stick closer to the source material. Exactly. There's yeah. so much in there. Give me a Ted Lasso style Quidditch Dude. spinoff series. I would watch the shit out Come of Come on. Yes. You know, um, I just, it seems like one of those ones that I'm just like, they're going to, it's, and they're locking themselves into a seven season arc. Seven seasons, man. Which is crazy long. Coming out and saying we are doing seven seasons is not... That is no, 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 no. Yeah, Game of what Thrones had sucks? eight seasons, and Game of Thrones was on forever, forever. And they were like yeah. writing sh- the shows after the books had. They were yeah. coming up with shit because they couldn't keep up with the like, like that's just 
Oh my! And God. I will. I'll, and let's go here real quick. I will say I haven't read the books in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely read the books like the day they came out. I was waiting in line at the things when they oh, were yeah. coming out. Oh yeah. Uh, but I don't know how much is really left out. Like yes, a lot is left out. Yeah. But I you watch the Harry Potter movies and you don't feel like you're missing anything. That's the thing. Except Peeves. Except I was Peeves. always pissed that Peeves didn't make it into the, the Except movies, Peeves. But. That was a weird omission. Um Yeah. But I agree. I I completely agree. It's it's it seems like a bunch of excuses to just make a Harry Potter series because they're like, Harry Potter, yeah. everyone loves it, everyone's talking about it. I'm like, first of all, no, everyone is not talking about Harry Potter anymore. It's just not that, it's not in yeah. the public conscious like this. And I just want to be get, able to get to a place where we can just let things be. Like, leave yeah. it where it is. Like, Well, that's that's kind what? of the thing, is, <laughs> is like, you can throw all the reasons you want. Yeah. This comes down to we own this IP and want to make more of it to make money. Right. Let's ruin the movies by making more. And Harry Potter as a HBO series kind of freaks me out. Yeah. Like, you know, HBO series, not like super bright, uplifting right. things. And like kids books that they are, Harry Potter can get very dark. It so can. like, I don't need a, I don't need a Game of Thrones Harry Potter. Uh, that's what it would be too like that's harry potter is like death all around you as a child like people getting murdered in the streets like all the time the beginning of of uh deathly hollows is like dark yeah and i'm like i don't need something that's got that level and then like it's an hbo movie and then you see it all yeah (laughs) is that's the snake right that's the snake that's the fall of london yeah yeah you know with uh with um (laughs) This is going to, we were just talking about him. Bill Nye. Oh, oh. Bill Nye at the end. That was yes. like way too far to go for such a, but like Bill Nye at the end Bill where Nye. he's like the wartime minister that takes over. Yes. And then like spoilers is immediately killed. Right. Like literally immediately. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm trying to wrap my head around like, am I upset about Harry Potter because I am a Harry Potter purist and like, ah, uh, no change bad. Right. But I don't think I am. I think it's a money grab that fans don't really want and like is carrying all of this extra baggage because J.K. Rowling's a transphobe. Exactly. Exactly. And she probably is, I would assume, is the reason that this is even being spoken about at all. It's like she probably is like, you know what? It's time. She's probably pushing it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, well, you're a billionaire. So like (laughs) if this was 20 years from now. Yeah. Would you want it? I don't know that I would want it. I'm honestly totally fine with the movies. I don't really need more, you know? And if it's like a reboot, I don't think ever. An expansion, sure. Like, give me before. Give me me different countries, for God's sake. Like, England is not the only country with wizards. Like, Well, and you developed this whole American lore for Fantastic Beasts. Like, roll with that. Yeah. You know, and there's, I, I always like, we're, we're talking too much about Harry Potter, but yeah. I always with, with Harry Potter was like, literally we're just using the same like eight spells over and over again. The like capabilities to expand what magic is are like infinite. It's literally infinite. Yeah. Yet, you know, like 
Yeah, literally like seven. <laughs> One of them is a killing curse. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Oh, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, they use Expelliarmus for everything. Everything. And yeah. I'm like, lose, learn some other yeah. offensive attacks. Yeah, does like, it just do everything, too? Yeah. Like, it blows you backwards. It also disarms you. But it's only something, regardless, we're getting too, yeah. we're getting too into the Harry Potter anyway, of it. Uh, so, reboot of Harry Potter coming, much to our chagrin. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it is a continuation of a thing that's been going on for a while, but I feel like, I think we both feel like, is accelerating of let's reboot everything. Everything that has a name that someone's like, oh yeah, I know that. Yeah. Notable things coming. I said earlier, Clone High being mm-hmm. rebooted i don't yeah. know if that's a reboot so much as a continuation and i think i think for the sake of this conversation we can say reboot is we're making more of an existing property right remake is literally redoing it yeah yeah so yeah. i guess the harry potter thing would be a remake clone high reboot sure yeah sure well i yeah clone high is one of i'm like i think it's takes place directly after the events of the original season of clone high so i like sequel if anything oh oh well i guess i just mean reboot in terms of like it's just it's coming back yeah like, making they're, they're making, making it alive yeah exactly yeah. um but, so clone high coming yep. uh fraser yeah. coming uh and what was the other one we said um i mean matlock there's matlock a ton. yeah like there it's but this is yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah this is on the heels of like that 90s show bel-air and, uh Bel Air and how Animaniacs. Your, how I Met Your Father. Yeah, How I Met Your Father. It's like, it's just a lot of like, this is something that was popular and let's make more of it. Right. Regardless um, and everybody's of guilty. Yeah, everybody's guilty of it. You know, yeah. um, we got the remake of, uh, or we got new seasons of Dexter, I remember. Yeah. Um, I think um, Netflix might have been the first culprit rebooting uh, Arrested for three yeah. not so amazing mm-hmm. seasons. <laughs> And then yeah, it just kind of just trickled kind of, off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So why do you think this keeps happening? I I really think it's because of, and I know we always come back to this. I, I really think it's because of the blockbuster superhero thing where they're like, we're grabbing, cause, because every time there's a major announcement, like booster gold, like people are like, let's go. Yeah. Regardless of what who's attached to the project or whatever, I think that has kind of clouded everyone's judgment as to why those things are so exciting. It's not that they're getting rebooted because they're not. Those are just being ported from one thing to another. Yeah. And I think they're conflating excitement for that kind of a project to excitement for just a project that people have heard of. And yeah. I'm just like, I don't, I just don't understand it. I, I I'm... Because nobody's calling, maybe one or two people are calling for these things, but it's not something that you see these petitions online that are like, yeah. bring back Frasier. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Frasier is like a, a such a weird thing that it's like, Frasier was a good sitcom when yeah. it was on. Yeah. I like Frasier. It's funny. You know, um, it did its thing, but like, it wasn't necessarily anything wildly groundbreaking groundbreaking (laughs) yeah Yeah. like and it hasn't really i think stood the test of time that much it's like friends still always part of the conversation um yeah uh what was the other one i just said seinfeld like oh yeah you know 
still part of the conversation, that kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas like Frasier kind of is like, oh, like I couldn't quote you an episode of no. Frasier. You no. know, um, I think part of it that we have to examine here is the ability to grab the mm. people who did it originally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because Kelsey Grammer coming back as Frasier. Yeah. That's the selling point. You know what I mean? Sure. Like you take away Kelsey Grammer from that and you're just like, we're going to reboot Frasier. That's a way harder sell. Totally. So like, is that where it's coming from? Like, what would be the first thing you can think of where it's like, this was somebody coming back and being like, oh, yeah. Well, it's hard for me to think of one specific thing, but again, like that happened like five times last year with superhero movies. Yeah. There's like Patrick Stewart. Oh my God. Like, like seeing these people come back and being like, this doesn't really mean anything and it's not important and it doesn't really need to be here. But like, you're so excited for it that like, we're just going to do it anyway. Like no way home is a perfect example of all of that. It's just like, here are people that you just want to see again. And I think, I just think that that's it. They're like, the cheers, like everyone cheering in the mm-hmm. theater, but except for this, it'll be on a streaming service and no one will be cheering. Like, it's yeah. just like, and I'm sure there are people out there that are like, I would totally watch more Frasier. Oh, of more course. Came. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the earliest I can think of is my favorite film of all time. Tron legacy. Sure. Whereas like, here comes, uh, Jeff Bridges back as his role. Yeah. You know, and we can like build something around that because this character is still around. And then we got it with, you know, Blade Runner and we're getting it with Top Indiana Gun Jones, Top Gun Maverick. Uh, and I mean, even like, and this might be the real thing, even Star Wars, oh, you know, where yeah, we're like, dude. here comes Luke Skywalker back into the world. Oh man. Um, the, do you remember seeing the trailer for the force awakens the first time? And when Han and Chewie show up yeah, in the trailer, I was like, full body chills so like that yeah. you're right that's what it is they like run into the yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. they're like chewy um, we're home and you're just like yeah is this harrison ford's fault is that where we're getting <laughs> yeah it's harrison blade runner star wars star wars and indiana jones and indiana jones god yeah. oh my um, god <laughs> but so i think it's like there have always been reboots you know we've always gotten more mm-hmm. um like oh this was popular let's make more of it right let's read it but i think the time crunch that we're getting mm-hmm. is because ooh, we can pull the people from before right. and do them now. And I think like they rebooted uh 902.10 mm-hmm. um recently, and I think some of the people were in that. Um yep. I mean you said sex in when, the city. We j- yeah. We just got Wednesday. Yep. You know, Adam's family, and we had Christina Ritchie in there. Mm-hmm. Um like that connection I think is what's crunching our timeline, which makes me ask the question of, are there going to be characters from Harry Potter that are played by the same person? Can we replace the centralized three and still have, um, Ray Fiennes as Voldemort? Can you do that? Can you have the same castle? Can you have the theme? I feel like you can't centrally recast Harry Potter and then keep the same branding around it. No. It's weird to refer to it as branding, but that's what but it is. That's what it's it is. Like the John Williams score, the logos, like we were saying. It's branding. The castle, even. Know, that's branding. The design. Yeah. You know, hippogriffs and 
like the design of all, like the design of all that, all of that has to change. It has to be redone completely. You know? Hagrid's hut, yeah. like everything. Yeah. Dude. Um, I think of Watchmen as in like an interesting oh, yeah. comparison here, you know, Oh yeah. of like, here's a, a major property that we're going to make into a series that um, they nailed. Yeah. It, <laughs> or I, I didn't watch the whole series, but the first season was good. Can you, so Watchmen, the mm-hmm. show is very much a different interpretation of the graphic oh, yeah. novel. Yeah. Could you reinterpret Harry Potter to that degree? That's an interesting question. You could, but it's not like the reason that Harry Potter works is because it's basically like what you were seeing in your mind mm-hmm. when you read the books. And these three yeah. characters are Harry, Ron, Hermione. Everyone in the cast, to be quite honest. Like, yeah. And you don't have Alan Rickman. Like, you don't have a lot of these people anymore. And it's like, yeah. You just could, I just would never be able to watch it and take it seriously and be like, this is something that's worth checking out. Like, um, and you'll never get the tiered talent for this either. I mean, like, no, man, you consider like Alan Rickman, yeah, but also like Gary Ullman and uh, Helena Bonham Carter and Ray Fiennes and Maggie Smith, just endless, yeah, Maggie Smith, like endless amounts of top tier British talent, yeah, not coming back, like, and not for nothing, but. Part of that is going to be because of J.K. Rowling. A lot of it will um, be. Yeah. So let's loop back real quick to, to the reboots because we made it back to Harry Potter it's somehow. True. <laughs> um, I don't know if there's something that I could that that could reboot that I'd be super, super excited for. The closest I can think of is Daredevil. Um, like the OG Daredevil. The, well, no, Daredevil Born Again coming next year. Uh, to oh, Disney Plus. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because like arguably like a reboot, same kind of thing is like, yeah, we're making more of this with the same people. Mm-hmm. Um well, some of the same people. Sure. Uh but like I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm also like hesitant about it because it's not dark Netflix, it's Disney, Disney. Plus. Yeah. Um but who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that there would be something that I would be overly excited for unless it was a show that just ended too soon like that's why arrested i was like you know what this this yeah. makes sense they didn't nail it but you know what okay these things that have finished i just like i'll qualify clone high in there too yeah. for that yeah of uh like clone high did end abruptly for how good it was mm-hmm. um but even that i'm like it looks really funny and i'm super hyped for it but part of, there's a little part in my head that was like jfk doesn't sound quite right like <laughs> right? do you have the same magic going on here and you don't want this to ruin your first experience of watching clone high and what that meant to you so you're it's this weird gray area and i just don't know i don't know we're gonna get a lot more reboots and remakes folks it's gonna keep happening yeah i mean like if harry potter's on the table you know yeah Yeah. like i don't know that there's much that's off limits that was like untouchable almost that was like you can't you know that's perfect yeah like like I don't know the Godfather I feel like maybe <laughs> sure but like but like I don't think so I put the Godfather in the same vein as like Blade Runner yeah you know and I don't know I don't, I don't know, know. Um, I don't either speaking of the Godfather oh and gangster movies and yes. uh, you know well, yeah long experiences long. <laughs> yeah. we've been talking for a long time about killers of the flower moon i think it made both of our top five of 2022 and then it didn't most anticipated yep and then they bumped it um 
but it's coming now. It is. Um, and the rumors are starting to circulate because it is premiering at Cannes. Mm-hmm. Which is next month in May. Um, which is next month. Um, and it has been reported that it is one of the longest movies ever. Yeah. Um, like ever. <laughs> like ever. So we don't have an exact time because this is still rumors. So we're speculating yep. a little wildly here. But it sounds like it's going to be just shy of four hours. Yeah. And Martin Scorsese is no, uh, like, he takes his time with yeah. his movie. Like, his movies are long. Casino is very long. Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. long. God, or, um, the Irishman, very, Incredibly very, long. very long. Yeah. Uh, he's not afraid to do that. <laughs> and this is another adaptation of a book, too, which is another very long book. Yes. Not a very long book. I've read this oh, book. Oh, not, not a very long book. Long. No, so it's like what the 200 hell? pages. What is going on? <laughs> the thing, so it's also like a nonfiction book. It's based on actual events. Right, So right. there's plenty of information to expand from the book. Of course. Um, but like, here's the thing. I'm not going to see this in theaters now. I know you're not. <laughs> I Like, I, so for argument's sake, we'll just like say it's four hours. So we don't have to keep saying 354, like, 359 yeah. or 354 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like four hours in my day, that's a lot, man. Like that's too much. And like, I mean, they compare it to gone with the wind, which has like an intermission. Yes. yes. You know, but I don't think this is going to have an intermission just because theaters aren't They're equipped not, no. to offer an intermission. No. You know, like no. if you were watching a movie and it suddenly like faded out and the lights came up. Yeah. No. Like you'd go, what do I do? Do I come back? Is this like, it? When do I come back? Is it over? Like, yeah. what? What's what? What? I think people would just um, like go and try and get someone to be like, "Hey, the, it stopped." <laughs> yeah, and like, there's just no, there's no precedent set up around having intermissions anymore, right? Which means we're gonna sit there for four hours, man. And it's more than four hours because there's 25 minutes worth of trailers and then yeah. 10 minutes worth of credits. So <laughs> yeah. So what's going on here? So movies have always been long there's always been long movies you know they they we talk about gone with the wind gone with the wind came out in the 30s yes like and it's still one of the longest movie we talk about lawrence of the lawrence of arabia of the (laughs) the lawrence of arabia which was i want to say like three hours and 45 minutes yep so like there's always been longer movies but it feels to me like there are certain kinds of movies these days that are just however long they want to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about Oppenheimer coming out. That's going to be three hours. The three hour mark seems to be like at least my thing for this is a long ass movie. Yeah. You know, I think I'll say 245 to the between 245 and three hours. I'm like, this is a long movie. It this is requires a chunk of time. Definitely, definitely. But we have now been conditioned, and we, as in like the general movie going audience, like I'd sit mm-hmm. in a theater for four hours if I had to, but it, like generally people are like the Batman endgame, like when it comes, and again, I'm putting, I'm putting the general 
uh, like temperature at yeah. like superhero movies that are about 225 on average. Yeah. Which I think people are just like, because for the, all the longest time, those were just movies. Those are the movies you go see in a theater. Yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't equate because we're talking Avatar 2, we're talking Babylon, we're talking these movies that are just 315, 320 for almost yeah. no good reason. Yeah. And people are not really having it. <laughs> well, and the thing that the the parallel that I see is these longer ones are done by the top tier directing talent. Oh, you yeah. know, you, I mean, you just listed three of like yeah. Avatar 2, James Cameron, you know, Babylon, J- Damien Chazelle, and yeah. uh, I don't remember what the third one he said was, but well, even like um, Bo is afraid, and you know yeah. Bardo, like we're talking the the top Bardo. tier, yeah. yeah. These Not are like Bardo's good. These but. are the top tier, I, and like I'll say, it, like do whatever you want, directors. Yeah, Scorsese. Um, Scorsese, yeah. I mean, and like Nolan, like all of these. That yeah. was the other one. Nolan, was, uh, yeah. Oppenheimer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just and Tarantino too. I think. Um, oh yeah, Hateful Once Eight. Upon a Time in Hollywood was. Oh yeah, Hateful Eight is like five hours. You know, it's so long. Um, <laughs> but I'm just like, I don't understand why some of these are so long. Like it almost feels like a point of pride for some of these directors of like, yeah. here's my three hour epic. Yeah. Here's my three and a half hour epic, which I understand. Yeah. But. <sighs> Like, Avatar 2, two could have cut 20 minutes, man. Oh, could have t- cut, like, 35, probably. You know, even, like, you'll get into, like, Wolf of Wall Street. I'm like, you could have cut stuff out of that. You yeah. know, not a lot, but, like... You could have. It doesn't, it doesn't need to be that long. And honestly, like, the stories are getting, like, really big. Like, the story in uh, Babylon is massive. It's, like, five stories. <laughs> yeah, and I will say, I, I do remember saying, like, yeah, I hated that babylon earned every minute i know i know it it was it was great but but god damn it's asking a lot i think is the kind of thing and these are generally tend to be the proponents that are like theaters 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 oh yeah oh yeah. you know and i'm like you are asking so much of me yeah you know and like that's the thing i'll say is like versus like titanic at the late nineties, early two mm-hmm. thousands, like Titanic's a long movie. Yeah. This is going to sound like old guy talk, but like life didn't move as fast in 1999 <laughs> as it does now. It's true. You know what I mean? I like, we all have way more demand on our time just by the nature of how like close the world has gotten, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, grumble, yeah. grumble, grumble. Yeah. But like three hours was not as long back then. Yeah. Of time to commit to watching a movie. It's true. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I feel like I'm getting a little old man yells at cloud over here, but I mean, I, I agree because on one hand I do want filmmakers who are good at what they do to be able to do the things that they want to do, but yeah. it is, it's, it comes down to like, what are, how are you getting this past the studio? Like Ari Aster's Bo is afraid was supposed to be over four hours. Yeah. Like the original cut of John Wick four was over four hours. Like yeah. there there's movie and, and they are like, no, like you cannot. And now Ari and Chad are not James Cameron. So yeah. they're like, or Marty Scorsese. Or Marty Scorsese yeah. And they can, you know, the studio is like, we're not releasing. If you don't cut 40 minutes out of this, we're not doing it. Yeah. 
But I just think it's definitely a pride thing. It's definitely partially an ego thing. But man, when I was in Babylon, people were not about it. Like about around halfway, a lot of people left because they were just like, well, one, it's a little bit of a, it's a, it's an intense movie, but yeah. it's just like people are looking at their watches going like, man, I've been here for a long yeah. time. And like, again, if you're sitting in a theater, you've got 25 minutes of trailers no matter what, plus the time it takes you to get to the theater, which I know for you is another yeah. added uh, uh, time well, expense. Well, that's the thing. So to, to see, and I'll, I'll but go back to you in a second, but like yeah, yeah. to see Killers of the Flower Moon is going to be like a six, seven hour commitment for me. That's an which entire is like day. A day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not going to a 7 p.m. show of that because I'll get home at two in the morning. Right. One in the morning. Yeah. 12, but whatever. either way, but you know like what I mean? way yeah. too late. Yeah. And, um, you know, Avatar 2, I think we can exclude because it was such a phenomenon. It's an anomaly. Like it just yeah. is insane how Avatar, that movie did the so Avatar well. series doesn't fit into anything that we just no metric. Box yeah. Into. Yeah. Um, but besides that, like I just I it's not good, man. Like people aren't looking. And, and yeah, we can say all we want. Like and I love long movies, but like, yeah, you binge eight eight episodes of a one hour and uh, you know one hour an episode show and you can't but it's different you can get up you can go do yeah. stuff you can take breaks there You're are not, breaks if you want to get up and go they're yeah. literally built in like this like yeah isn't. i can binge a full series of something or i can watch two episodes and then go do something else with my life exactly you know and so I just don't really, there's going to be a swing in the opposite direction. There's no way this is sustainable because for theaters, like yeah. this is actually a turnoff. Like going yeah. to Babylon and being like, it's three hours and 20 minutes. Uh, well, and it's really... interesting. It'll like, it'll be interesting. You can see that at s- night. <laughs> yeah. Like at yeah. night, 7 p.m.? Come on. <laughs> like, and like 7 p.m. is an early show. 7 p.m. is I got out of work. And I went straight to the theater. I went home, like, whatever, and then I went to the theater yeah. to see a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 9 boom, boom, p.m., boom. yeah. Yeah, like, to do that, and then it's, like, 7 p.m. <laughs> through to, to, like, midnight. Like, that's an insane amount of time. Yeah. Um, It has turned just, me off, too, before being like, well, I literally have to position Babylon the middle of the day on a Saturday. Yeah. Like I can't go <laughs> and like how many people are like, oh, the middle of the day on a Saturday. I can't do that. Like, right. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. For three and a half hours. Like, mm, I don't know about that. It's it's weird. I, I don't know, man. I, and I don't. If they hit streamers like I'm way more OK with that. And that sucks because some of these movies should be seen in a theater. But like, yeah, rein it in, man. Even two and a half hours. I'm like that. I, that's OK. Two forty five. OK. Three and a half three like we're really cutting it there yeah. like it's weird too because like in my head i start going how fucking wild would a like hour 45 minute martin scorsese movie be i'm like if we'll he has moving. to cut everything out and it's just like the bare points i'm like man that would be a wild ride yeah you know what i mean and i'll say the same of like damien chazelle or yeah. um I don't know if James Cameron's ever made a short movie, but like, no, but like, I'm like, there's an, an interest of like what that can, what talent of that level would come up with, with that kind of constraint. Right. Cause they could, you do know it. what I mean? Yeah. They'd absolutely could do it. Yeah. But it's like, you have to see that as a challenge, not a just like, well, I'm going to tell the story I'm going to tell. Right. 
however long it takes. And right. like, again, like I've read the book of killers of the flower moon. There, there's not four hours worth of <laughs> movie in there. I'm yeah. sorry. Like, yeah, there's really not. Yeah. I feel like if I had known it's going to be four hours, this would have bumped it off of my most anticipated for 2022 list. Yeah. Yes. Cause now I'm like, all right, well I'll see this at some point. Right. Like this will be, this is going to now be the one it's like, all right, well it's going to be up for the Oscars. So I have to sit through the whole thing. Right. Right. You know, and it'll be good, but it's not going to be like, a, Oh, let's sit down and watch killers. Of the fun. It's going to be like, a, okay. Yeah. When do I it's start? Gonna be killers? the same reaction. Ooh, this is, this hurts. Uh, you're going to say gonna be the same. No, it's going to oh. be the same reaction I had to Justice League. The oh, Cut, yeah, yeah. Where I'm like, I oh. can't not watch this because it's like an important part of like cinema history. Ci- yeah, I don't want to say cinema history because like it's Justice League, but like but it's it is. an important kind of moment yeah. that I have to see. And it's right. going to be the same thing. And I'm like, I'm going to watch this at 7 a.m. on of a course. Saturday morning. Yeah. Like, and it's going to be noon when I'm done. Like, yep. 11 it's gonna be 11 when i'm done like yeah if you take no breaks like <laughs> if i take no breaks and like that's not gonna happen because right. i don't have the attention span to pay attention to something in my living room for four hours i know i know, you know? yeah i don't know I, it's very strange and it seems like and we can leave it on this but it seems like we're in a period of turmoil with movies and everything's trying to kind of course correct itself and nobody really knows what the formula is for a movie to be successful now because we've had all yeah. these movies that are like anomalies that are just this does well, this does well. Oh wait, now the thing we've been doing, which is superhero movies, are not doing well. What do we? Do? How do we? What yeah. do we do? Oh, give Marty Scorsese four hours and, and a time slot, and let's yeah. see what happens. But then you, you get know? Top Gun Maverick, which is two hours eleven minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and it tells everything it needs to. Right. It doesn't go deeper than it needs to. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, don't, I just know. don't know. I don't know. It's, it'll be interesting to see in like five years where we're at runtime wise. If like yeah. this is something that stayed. <laughs> yeah. Like the well, and I, I are like, Ooh. Yeah. I think it's, it's something to be said of it's like part of this is Marty. Of course. You know, like Irishman was very long over like, three hours. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I think it was three 29. Yeah. Um, long, but like notably and like definitely too long. Yes. You know, that movie dragged. Yes. Um, and that's kind of my worry is that there's nobody going, hey, Marty, this Rain it in. isn't really working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know, man. Marty. Marty Scorsese. I think it's, it's kind of damning that both of us are like, this would knock it off my list. I know. I mean, four hours, dude. I don't, I watch a lot of fucking movies, but four hours, that's two and a, that's two and a half movies that I could have yeah. watched. <laughs> Like yeah. what? Maybe three. It's like I remember watching Wyatt Earp. Oh Jesus! You know um, that's like almost the four. Costner right? movie that is. What 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 here? Uh, Didn't Costner direct that? Costner did direct it, and Costner is another one that's like well known for Wyatt Earp. That can't be true. Wyatt Earp what? is only three hours and eleven minutes long. Wow. Director's cut. That's got to be what it is, right? Because I feel like Wyatt Earp, I've definitely seen Wyatt Earp. Um, Tombstone yeah. is better. Special, ex- <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> special extended edition is. It's gotta be like three forty nine. Two twelve. Two twelve. Which is three and a half. 
Oh. 212 minutes. Oh, I was like, 212? Oh, yeah, yeah. Not two hours and 12 minutes. 212 <laughs> so we minutes, okay. which is three hours and 32 minutes. Okay. Which is Wyatt Earp, in my brain, is the longest movie I've ever watched. Like, insanely long. And I have seen Gone with the Wind, like, whatever. But, like, sure, sure. But that. <laughs> I remember sitting down and watching Wyatt Earp, and I'm pretty sure I sat down and watched that movie not knowing that it was three and a half hours long. Uh, oh, my God. Because I was like, an idiot and i think i got it on a netflix dvd oh my god um and just popped it in and i was just sitting there and i'm like how is this movie still fucking it's going it's still going <laughs> it's still going and that movie the longest movie i've ever sat through is going to be like half an hour shorter, shorter than killers than killers of the flower moon <sighs> i can't i i that's in unreal it's like the more we talk about this the more i'm like just even getting in my head of like, am I going to be able to watch to this watch movie? Killers of the Flower Moon? I hope that it is so good that I just forget that it's yeah. four hours. But I even like the movies that I really like, like John Wick, is too long. And yeah. I thought that was a five star movie, but it is too long. Like it just yeah. is. Like it, you feel the length um, towards the end, and just sitting there and at in one position for four hours. Yeah. It's so Your brain much. starts going, what is my phone like doing right yeah. now? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's very strange. Um, well, <laughs> I guess that's it. So wild. <laughs> it it's is. It's so wild how much this stuff can just like knock me off, knock off our interest. It's I know. I know. And it's a Marty Scorsese movie starring yeah. Leo. Like how does that, that yeah. shouldn't even be able to get knocked off. But lo and behold... Here we go. That's why I like Wes, man. He's very, like, tight about it, you know? His movies move, and, like, I don't think any of them have been, like, three hours long. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's I, weird. I keep, like, Googling, like, the movies, and I'm like, what is that really long movie? And they're all, like, not that long. But, like, The Aviator, I just looked up, because I remember The Aviator being long. Yeah. That's 249. That's not even that bad. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, Wes's longest movie, I think, is The French Dispatch at a, an hour 48. Nice. Rock Great and Budapest, roll, man. Hour 40. Let's go, dude. That's what I said. And then Barbie's going to, we said was going to be what, like 220? I don't even think it's going to be that long. I think was it was it like 100 minutes or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like a buck 40. Yeah. yeah and yeah, I was yeah. like, dude, <laughs> let's go. Rock and roll. <laughs> Sounds yeah. good. I could fit that in anywhere. Um. Well, there you have it, folks. We did a lot of complaining today. <laughs> We're getting kind of grumpy old menish here, you know, like, ah, reboots, ah, long movies, ah, uh, you know, ah, it's not called HBO. You know? <laughs> it's Max now, ah. <laughs> uh, but um, we're going to continue with that uh, mindset as mm-hmm. we go into our recommendations. The prompt this week was a movie that you never want a reboot of. Yes. Never yes. want a reboot. Or a remake, Nothing. yeah. Yeah. Don't revisit it. Let it live. Leave it, leave um, it be. This was a little hard. This was. Because um, I kept having a handful. I kept finding ones. I was like, yeah, no, never. And then I'd sit with it for a minute. And I'd be like, I would watch the shit out of it. No, I'd watch that. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, like I landed um, on, I landed on Warriors. And I was like, don't, don't ever yeah. reboot Warriors. And I'm like, yeah, but fuck, I'd re- I'd watch a Warriors show. So yeah, didn't hard. we talk about that already? Where you're like, I feel like ah, we did. Yeah, what? I was like, I <laughs> do would. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to go first on this one, or shall I? 
I can go first. Um, okay. And this is in the vein of all of the Disney remakes that are coming out. I had a really hard time with this prompt, and I gave it to you. So, you know, <laughs> uh, I was literally sitting there like, I don't know why. I was going around work like, what would you say? What would you do yeah. this? Um, and all of them are saying things. I'm like, that's been remade. That's in. It's coming <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> out soon. Like It's all of um, it, yeah. So I'm going to go with the original uh, Toy Story because mm. one... I think that is ripe for someone to be like, let's do this live action, quote unquote, however you do that, Ooh. or like revisiting it in some way as like a mini series. And yes, they've had sequels, yeah. but it's been the core Toy Story movie. Like it's not, they have yeah. never redone anything. And the reason I, I never want them to touch this again is because this movie is one of the more perfectly crafted animated films that exists. Mm-hmm. Like over the the sequels, which I do like, um, it kind think, of yeah. Well, Toy Story one and two are are solid, and then when you get to three, you get like a Pixar is like, oh, we have like a franchise here, and then and four is really we yeah. have a franchise here. Yeah, um, one and two are fantastic, but one, I mean. Everything about it, man. The craftsmanship, even though it doesn't yeah. necessarily hold up, is amazing. Like it's so colorful and so bright, and the casting is downright perfect, which Pixar mm-hmm. always nails their casting. Um, there's real characters in it, character development. They all have their quirks and their flaws, and you care about what's going on. And I just don't think there's anything you could do with this to make it more. Like you could update the CG, but I I, yeah. I like the progression of going from one, two, three, four to see at where you started. Yeah. And it still holds up. And there are many, many Pixar movies that you could say this for, but for Toy Story, it's the culmination of everything for me. It's literally like iconic characters, amazing filmmaking, amazing score and soundtrack. And it's a movie that I will just like have seen a million times and will yeah. continue to watch a million times. So I really hope they never remake Toy Story or reboot yeah. it, whatever that would really mean. Um, yeah. And yeah, you can watch it on Disney Plus, I assume. Yeah, yeah. it must be on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's mine. That's a good one. That's, uh, yeah, I would be pretty devastated if they, they came out and announced that. Um, yeah, a live action remake, like that's not off yeah, the table. Yeah, and it would have to be, it would have to be like a Lion King style one because I don't see. yeah. Like, I don't see how you could really do, like, I think of, like, small soldiers. Um, well. <laughs> oh, I mean, that could be the kind of thing where it's, like, CG, like a stop motion like a sonic kind of thing. Yeah. You know, where it's, like, here it is in, like, a real world with right. like Marcel characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but it but just, uh, no, it doesn't work. That leaves a bad taste in my mouth even just thinking about it. Yeah. It doesn't work, yeah. So, uh, Toy Story is mine. Uh, what is your recommendation? Uh, mine, so like I said, said, I went through a bunch and I, I reconvinced myself that I would be down to that. Mm. Um, the closest thing I got was I was going to recommend War Games, the Matthew Broderick movie. Oh, man. Um, but I would 100% watch a yeah. reboot of, of War Games. <laughs> I would. Uh, you know, just like with modern technology. But that's not oh, my recommendation. Uh, my recommendation is a movie from 1996, which I think we've talked about on this podcast before. Mm. Um, but... Uh, it's a little movie called Mars Attacks. We have. I've never yeah. seen this, though. You've never seen Mars Attacks? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, my God. Mars Attacks is an incredible movie. It's Tim Burton, top of his game, uh, uh, before like he got overly Tim Burton-y, if that makes sense, where it became sure. almost like a 
a detriment, you know, I think of like Sweeney Todd, et cetera. Yeah. He's um, almost a parody of himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but Mars Attacks is an incredible movie. It is super campy. It is super bizarre. Um, it is based on a card game, uh, but it okay. is like star studded. It is wild. And it's mm-hmm. something that I could see the boardroom argument for Mars attacks. We should make another Mars attacks, mm. um, but it would just not translate into modern like filmmaking. Yeah. You know, because it is it. All the aliens are uh, stop motion. But like mm. really, really well done. Or then not all of them, but like uh not a lot of CG. Yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. Going on. Yeah. Uh because it was ninety six, the CG wasn't great. Oh yeah. Um yeah. and it would just like I think of the evil dead reboot here that we're getting. Oh yeah. A kind of thing where it's like you're taking what was great about it and like stripping it down for parts and then like making small nods right. to say it's an evil dead movie, which, mm. you know, supposedly it's going to be fine, but I'm like, there's something amazingly nineties and amazingly like of its moment to Mars attacks. That is just, uh, untouchable in right. my mind. Couldn't do, could not do it. Couldn't do like, no. it literally wouldn't work. Oh, yeah. that's a great one. I'll have to watch Mars attacks. I wonder where can I find Mars attacks? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Because I've seen this poster before now that I'm yeah. looking at it. Yeah, uh, rent or buy on Amazon and iTunes. Mm, okay. Um, probably four bucks, right? Yeah, probably. All right. Two very different movies, but for a very similar reason. Yeah, very much so. All right, add it to my watch list. All right. Good to go. Uh, cool. All right, that'll bring us that'll bring us to the end here. Um, yeah. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Covered a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a bit of an update, dear listeners. We are going to be doing a Megapixels next week. Um, we are. So look forward to that. Uh, we won't spoil what it's going to be, but nope. um, that's coming. Uh, and Josh, where can people find you on the internet? Mm, people can find me on the internet on Twitter at JoshFuller33. Fuller is spelled with no E. You can also find me on both Letterboxd and Instagram at JoshJFuller. And where can people find you, Willis? Uh, you can find me on the internet, on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Letterboxd at WillisFilm. And if you want to find the podcast, you can find us at Pixelsplitters.com. Or you can find us on social media, on Instagram at Pixelsplitters, on Twitter at Pixelsplitpod, and on Letterboxd at Pixelsplitters, where you can find all of our recommendations, including Toy Story <laughs> and Mars Attacks. Yes. Uh, both released, what, within a year of each other? Uh, Toy Story was 95, right? 95, I believe. Yeah, 95, yeah. 96. Wow, look at concept. that. The Toy Story came out before. Before Mars, Mars Attacks? Attacks. Mm. Um, Yikes. And All there's right. something to be said for the fact that both of our recommendations for Don't Reboot This are... From the like 90s? 30 years ago. Yeah. Just shy of 30 years old. Oh, which means they're right in that period. Yeah, I'm like, is that oh, the line? No. Is that like how far we get back? And then it's like... Here we go. Because Evil Dead would fall right before that. Yeah. No, there, there's no way that's a metric, though, because like Clone High was 2010. Yeah, but true. And they did an Evil Dead reboot like 10 years ago. Um, true. True. But, huh. All right. Uh, let's wrap it up. And uh, end of pod. Yeah.